This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most trusted news team in Southeast Texas. Let's update today's top stories. Newton County this morning has the dubious distinction of having the third lowest COVID-19 vaccination rate in the state. Kelsey Boers is live this morning in studio with a breakdown of those numbers for us. Good morning, Kelsey. Good morning. Yeah, Newton County right now has just about 20% of its residents fully vaccinated. Only Gaines County in West Texas near the Panhandle and King County in North Central Texas have fewer residents who have received the COVID shots. Newton County's Emergency Management Coordinator Olin Bean says the low numbers are not for a lack of trying. He says the county and the Public Health Department regularly hold vaccine clinics and have provided both Moderna and Pfizer free of charge at times that are accessible to anyone. Bean says the county's elderly population is getting vaccinated with almost 50% of those 65 and older having received the COVID shots. But he says it's young adults who appear to be the most reluctant. 39-year-old Worthy Stewart Jr. was one of those hesitant to get the vaccine until he got the shot three weeks ago. You know, I can't speak for everybody. I'm not trying to convince anybody, but if you felt what I felt, then you will want to get vaccinated. The Jasper Newton County Public Health District is holding a vaccine clinic Saturday, September 25th. So next Saturday at the First United Methodist Church on Houston Street in Newton from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The health district also offers vaccines every Monday uh, until 7 p.m. at its Newton Clinic on High Street. So, Dan Jillian, there are plenty of options available, but it does seem to be that people are choosing not to get it more than they're unavailable. Or yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. At this point, as much availability as mm -hmm. there have been and, and being that it doesn't cost you anything, there aren't a whole lot of hurdles in your way right. if you want to get one. Uh, and even if you don't live in Hardin County, almost any county, call the health department and they'll tell you some freeways mm -hmm. and places that you can go mm -hmm. for sure. All right, thanks, Kelsey. We'll talk again in just a bit. It is 534. In other headlines, the state COVID-19 report putting this region near the top for most COVID patients in the hospital. Right now, there are more than 26% of patients in all staffed hospital beds for the area, including Jefferson and eight other counties. Jefferson County cases are up by more than 80, approaching 29,000 since the pandemic started. Deaths have increased by three. Hardin and Orange counties are also reporting new COVID cases. And the Beaumont Health Department also releasing its latest report for COVID this morning, showing 135 new cases in the Beaumont area. A little more than half are in adults and children, 30 and younger. Total positive cases since the pandemic started are just under 16,000. There are five new deaths to report, including a 27-year-old woman and 30-year-old man. That brings the total number of deaths to 269. All but 24 had underlying health conditions. More than 11,700 people have recovered from the virus. Uh, number two out of 22, Hardin County Health Director says this week our area is the second highest rate of new COVID-19 infections out of the state's 22 uh, trauma regions. COVID-19 infection rate has increased by 1.4% for the last two weeks for the region, 1.8% for Hardin County specifically. Hardin County Health Services Director says she's expecting an increase due to Labor Day holiday. This month, rural health services and health departments are meeting with regional health director to discuss COVID issues so they're not being overlooked by larger cities within the region. Moving forward, I think it would help us just so they know that, you know, we still are first facing some of the same 
issues and normally if we see a trend in the larger city we see a trend in the larger cities first and then eventually we know if it's happening in houston okay we can prepare we also spoke with Beaumont's health director, and he believes the state's laxed COVID restrictions on top of the area's low vaccination rate are a recipe for increased cases. Well, this morning, an effort underway to get the word out about an important therapy that doctors say has helped many COVID patients avoid becoming seriously ill. Infusion therapy offered in a growing number of locations in Texas, including at the new Regional Infusion Center off East Tex Freeway in Beaumont. The center has served a large number of patients, about 150 to 200 each day, but very few have signed up this week due to the storm. If you don't have a personal doctor to get a referral, you can call 550-2536 and make an appointment. You must be COVID positive and 12 years of age or older. A large alligator is safe in a new home this morning. Gator Country owner Gary Sarge and staff captured a 10-foot gator yesterday morning in Beaumont. Sarge tells KFDM that Parks and Wildlife called him asking for help at Cattail Marsh in Terrell Park. A large alligator was stuck on a small walkway near some equipment for heavy or heavy maintenance equipment. Sarge worked with the staff and game wardens to capture the gator with what he says was a lot of effort. They were able to tie up the gator and take it to Hillebrand Bayou where they released him into his new home. Sarge says he believes heavy rains from Tropical Storm Nicholas were a factor in the gator finding its way onto the platform at the marsh. With, with all this rain, you can expect a lot more of incidents just like the one we just saw. However, I will tell you, this is a great ending. I mean, this is what we want. We want to we want to provide help and assistance, and we don't want to put the alligator in captivity. We, we have plenty of alligators. This is the best outcome. Sarge says if you spot a gator in a neighborhood or a place where it could possibly hurt someone, call Texas Parks and Wildlife or your local law enforcement agency. Do not try to handle it on your own. That is some physical labor going no on there. Kidding. When they start wrangling a 10 foot alligator, <laughs> you know, you got to bring in equipment to be yeah. able to pick it up and move it someplace else. And now your daily weather forecast from the most trusted weather team in Southeast Texas. Well, good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Samuel coming to you from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. It's Thursday, September the 16th, 2021. Overall, still looking at plenty of cloud cover as we get our Thursday morning started. And as we work our way through the day today, like yesterday, we could see some light rain or drizzle off and on throughout the day. We'll continue with about a 30% coverage of showers this afternoon as temperatures Starting out in the lower 70s, might make their way back up to the lower 80s today. Really just depends on how thick that cloud cover is throughout the afternoon. We'll look for northeast winds in the lakes, averaging out to about 14 miles an hour, and just a little lighter as you head toward the coast. Now, overnight tonight, we're going to see some things changing up a little bit. We'll be looking at a mostly cloudy sky early, but as we head through the day on Friday... We'll see some sunshine returning for the first time in a few days here in southeast Texas, and that should push our temperatures back into the mid-80s. Overall, we'll be looking for a pretty nice night for high school football, looking at about a 20% coverage of showers on Friday. But again, the big story is we'll see a little bit of sunshine returning. Now, that sunshine's only going to be around for a day or so because a trough of low pressure reestablishes itself across southeast Texas as we head towards the weekend. So you guessed it chance of showers and thunderstorms in the forecast for both Saturday and Sunday at this point, looking at a 40% coverage both days, and we'll look for a light northeast wind on Saturday, winds turning to the east 
on Sunday, more to the east-southeast. And again, both days, temperatures should top out at around 85 or 86 degrees. Chance of scattered showers will continue off and on through the early part of next week, and we'll see a cold front in the middle of the week work into Texas, but probably not make it quite all the way through. So as far as a big cool down headed our way, doesn't look like it's in the cards at this point. We continue to watch the tropics of the Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean pretty quiet. We are watching a wave that came off of Africa a couple of days ago. That one looks like it will be headed north and should be no issue for the Caribbean or the Gulf of Mexico, which means here in southeast Texas, no tropical activity for the next several days. That's going to do it for your Thursday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day. Join us again tomorrow morning for your daily news and weather from the most trusted team in Southeast Texas.